0: Welcome to the Unicorn Mindset, where we explore the reasons you are choosing not to be the badass unicorn you are. Whether you're seeking to find inspiration as a leader or just want to show up as your authentic self, stick around. It's time to show the world your horn. I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I'm an entrepreneur and leader, but most importantly, a recently proclaimed unicorn. Well, hello there, unicorns. I am so sorry that I was MIA last week. Um, Yeah, you know, life just kind of wants to throw you curveballs every now and then, but I would encourage each of you to not just stay off the horse, right? So we're back. I'm excited to be back. Um, I wanted to share kind of something that dawned on me as I was watching Ted Lasso this weekend. And you guys, I and one that i am drawn to shows that kind of mirror similar thought processes to myself. So we're going to talk about like courage and like the strength to kind of speak up and speak your mind and and tell your truth, right? So how does it how in the world does this relate to Ted Lasso? Well, first of all, I'm going to throw out this disclaimer. There are spoilers in here because this was last Wednesday's episode of Ted Lasso and I want to make sure that, you know, if you haven't seen it and just turn this off or fast forward a bit until I'm done talking about (laughs) Ted Lasso because I don't want to ruin it for anyone. So if you don't know Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso is a show about, um, an American football coach that goes to England to actually coach in the Premier Soccer League. So clearly, two completely different sports. Um, but he has this overly positive mentality and this thought process that allows him to get to know his teammates on a different, you know, his yeah, his teammates on a different level. Um, and I I believe that that's that's a unique leadership style, and that's the style that we're working towards. I mean, the whole reason I named this podcast the Unicorn Mindset is because. It's a mindset that you have to choose. It's something that's not easily attainable, um, but it is absolutely possible. And each one of us is an individual, so we can put our own individual stamp on it. So it's not impossible to be a unicorn. And you are you have the ability to be a unique person. So it's not like this impossible thing, this once-in-a-lifetime thing. It's a thing that every person can have and have their own unique spin to it. So when I think of a unicorn, I think of someone that's going to be who they are and stand up for what they believe in. And give back the way that they give back, right? So, just so you guys, you know, know what that actually means. <laughs> but so I love Ted Lasso because there's a there's a story with the owner of the soccer club. I'm going to call it football because that's it makes more sense. They call it football through the whole, whole show. So follow with me here. So the owner of her club, her name is Rebecca, and she was married to the previous owner, Rupert, Um, Rupert cheated on her um, publicly, humiliated her. And so the only thing he ever cared about was the football club. So when they got divorced, she took that from him. It's the only thing she wanted um, to kind of get her revenge. And so over all of these seasons, she has been trying to get her revenge. And Ted, the football coach knows this. And so when They're playing his new football club and all of those things. There's lots of tension and things that are running high. So while it's easy to pay attention to what's actually going on in the football um, team itself, what I find most interesting about this last episode is we kind of get to see um, Rebecca embrace herself, right? So we've all been wronged. We've all been told to play small. We've all been told we're not good enough. We've all been like belittled. And she has been treated that way this entire time. And so to me, I'm like, this is wrong. This is so terrible. You know, like I'm thinking all the things, but at the same time, I'm feeling like, wow, this is normal. This is how women are treated. Um, And it shouldn't be that way. Don't get me wrong. It definitely should not be that way. But it's definitely something that we've accepted as a society. And I'm going to be honest, it kind of pisses me off. So (laughs) uh, yeah, let's talk about what happened. So. There's this Nigerian millionaire that wants to start like an elitist football league. So the idea behind the elitist league, and it's funny because they compared it to the Avengers. so my nerd heart was super happy. But the elitist league, essentially the the goal behind it is to take it and make it so that football is only played in front of people that can afford the tickets. So millionaires, right? Which is ridiculous, right? So I'm thinking, wow. This is like capitalism at its finest. And so I'm I'm watching and I always enjoy Ted Lasso. Like it pulls on my heartstrings. I laugh. I cry. I like watch people grow because my empathetic soul is like, wow, look at their journey. Look at their story. Right. So Rupert comes and he invites Rebecca to this and she goes back and forth. She's like, do I give in to him? Do I show up? Or because it's Rupert, I don't go. Right. Well, she talks to her um, manager of the team and she asked him and of course he's, you know, not usually the person that she goes to for advice. So he's like honored and giddy. And I just, I love his character. He's so funny, but he tells her, he's like, you earned a seat at the table, right? Like she earned a place there. She is the football owner just because it was Rupert that made the invitation. Doesn't mean that she can't be herself. Right. Is essentially what he's saying. And she can't show up because Rupert invited her. So she is getting ready to go to this meeting and takes his advice, right? And she's like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to be myself because he's right. I am an owner of a football club and I deserve a seat at this table. So as she's leaving, and like, you guys, this choked me up because, Lord, us women, we really like to play small. Um, and we like to just. I mean, we don't like to play small, but we've been told to play small, right? Like that we can not achieve great things and whatever. And if you're one of the few women that are achieving amazing things, usually it's because you've been able to overcome this. So we all need to overcome this and achieve amazing things. Okay. So anyways, so she's getting ready to like go out of her house. And there's a big mirror in front of her that she's standing in front of. And she's dressed up. And I mean, Rebecca is a beautiful woman and she's standing there. And she, like, closes her eyes and she puts her hands over her heart. And she takes several deep breaths. And what happens when she opens her eyes, she sees little Rebecca. So, her child self. And her child self is just smiling at her with her cute little pigtails. And (laughs) she exchanges. And it was really cute and funny. And, like, even talking about it makes me tear up Because I'm like, oh, what would little Nicole tell me right now? You know what I mean? Like, those things. But anyway, so she's standing there and she throws her arms up in the air like claws kind of and she makes like this crazy like growling monster sound at her tiny self and like her tongue's out and she's just looks super fun and like she's strong and she's like finding this inner beast and the little girl of course is doing it back because it's a mirror image and she stops and she kind of smiles and then she leaves and it cuts to the boardroom or the the boardroom the like dining room i guess that this uh, his name is Akufu. I don't know. You guys, I love the show. But she finds this guy, <clears throat> or goes to this this meeting and they're all getting ready to sit down and the main character comes over and you know, he's from Nigeria and he, you know, tells her it's nice to not be the only minority in the room. Because it's literally the other people besides the two of them are white men. Okay? So he has everybody sit down. They're going to eat. He has his uh, Nigerian cuisine, and he has Chicago-style hot dogs, which I thought was hilarious. But anyways, they're all sitting down, and he gives his speech on why we can pad our pocketbooks and we can make this an amazing thing and, like, an elitist club and all of that. And Rebecca had him talked to one of her best friends, Keeley, who's also the PR person up at her football club. And she was looking for her, right? So then <laughs> Keeley sent a message. Um to her that said, don't forget at one point they were just little boys, right? So she's hearing all of this and she hears, you know, the men start to get on board um, with Akufu the millionaire. And she like closes her eyes for a second, reopens her eyes and all the boys in the room at the table turn into little boys, okay? And so now we have woman Rebecca who is super kind, strong, powerful, takes care of her people in her football club, like, all these things, looking at a room full of children. And she goes, are you fucking mad? Just stop it. (laughs) Right? And I was like, ooh, she just, like, pulled out her mom card and scolded every single one of them for being greedy assholes, right? And she did. And she did it in a way that she celebrated the reason for the game and what it actually means to families. She told stories that connected her to why she loves football and why Rupert, who's in the room, loved football, like all of these things. And like, it was a beautiful speech. And I'm like, yes, queen, like, (laughs) get your courage, right? So I was like, beside myself, I was cheering for her, I was swearing up and down that I was going to wake up my family because it was early in the morning. But... She ended up saying what she said, and then a looks at her and says, well, that was a beautiful speech, Rebecca, but who's with me, right? And then it cuts out of the room, and it goes to, like, him slamming the doors open, all ticked off, leaving the room, and then it goes back to the room, and they're all covered in food. So, like, (laughs) to me, I'm like, this millionaire just had a tantrum, and threw all of the food at these people. Like, every single person was just covered in food, And Rebecca and Rupert just start laughing at the situation because they literally turned down a man child, right? That was just trying to pad his pockets and didn't care about anybody or have any moral moral value or compass or anything like that. So it was just, it was funny to see how it played out because, (laughs) I mean, Akufu through this whole thing is very much so a bully. And there's Sam on the team who he like prevented from getting into um the nigerian soccer elite like all the things like he's just a jerk in the show um if he doesn't get his way so he likes to stomp his feet and he thinks money talks right but rebecca called him on his bullshit which was really funny to me because sometimes if we don't have the courage to call people on things that they're doing wrong or that are genuinely hurtful to others we're failing to like let's just be honest y'all like we have a a like a calling to actually take care of this. We have to we have to step up and and take care of each other. So, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, good lord, talk about the best freaking way to showcase to women around the world that embracing your inner child, that that one kid that had courage, that knew you deserved something big, that you know, looked at the world as if it was a place to create something and wonder, right? Like I remember being so interested in everything as a kid. Like, I wanted to know what things were made of, how it was created. Like, I was curious about all the animals and nature. And, like, I just had this sense of curiosity. And, like, I knew what I wanted. Like, nobody really pushed me around until I started getting to a point where, and it's funny because I don't <laughs> I don't have a lot of memories of my childhood. And I think that's because of me kind of suppressing that part, right? Right. literally, but the things that I did that were bigger things or different things or courageous things, they do stand out to me, but also the moments that stifled that courage, that stifled that strength. And I think it's very common for women to have that problem where like we want to speak up for something, but depending on who's all in the room, our courage dwindles, right? Or we want to say like a thought or something that really makes us feel strong and You know, stand up for others, or we have a great way to solve the problem, but we just choose not to speak up. And guys, that's literally because we've been told our entire life that we're either not good enough, we need to be nice and play nice with others, that the worst one, boys will be boys, right? So, like, if a boy hits you, he likes you, fuck that, right? Or, you know, don't dress like that or you get the wrong attention. Fuck that. Wear what makes you happy and comfortable, okay? But, like, we've been always told to play small, that we're not good enough. We're not good enough for the big leagues. And so, like, watching this episode, I was like, okay. All right, Rebecca. But here's the thing. Here's the kicker for me in this. <laughs> Rebecca, not only stood up to this or whatever but at the end of it it goes to cuts to her and Rupert and Rupert tries to kiss her and so like she stood up for herself and this man that was absolutely awful to her realized what he had done and how he had failed her and how he had hurt her and how she didn't stand for it and she didn't need that anymore she didn't need him she was strong by herself and instead of kissing him back and like falling into that trap which a lot of times we see right in shows where it's like oh they fight they get divorced they get back together whatever right and that's nature. Like if you did that, that's cool. Like you work through your life on your own and on your own terms. But like the fact that she pushed him away and then she walks out and she has a smile on her face and she's like, wow, you know, like you could just feel how strong she felt in that moment. And so (laughs) it cuts to her talking to Keely and they're on the couch and Keely's going through her own thing. And she finally like deals with all of that. And then she's talking to Ted the next day and Ted brings her biscuits and you know, it's biscuits with the boss and all these things. It's really cute. Um, but she finally tells Ted that she doesn't have a desire to win, to beat Rupert. Her desire to win is for everyone else. And so like she has healed from everything he has done and she has found her own way. And you guys, that's what I encourage us all to do because Let's just be honest for a moment, okay? I know you, as you guys are listening to this, you're like, oh, it's a great story, whatever. But I want you guys to think. Think about someone or something that happened to you. Usually it's someone, let's be real, that made you feel like you were less than, you were less worthy. You were not allowed to achieve great things or to follow your dreams or, I mean, Lord, like just dumb things. Like I... Couldn't ride a four-wheeler by myself because I was a girl, but I could ride with my brother, right? Like those things, they're dumb. There's no reason for it to be that way. But where women have kind of been put into this box and we have to stay in this box. And if we do anything else like that, we're, we're called all kinds of names. We're called crazy. We're called difficult, all of those things. But to us as women, we look at each other and we're like, man, she's ambitious. She's strong. She has courage. Like all of the things that we want to be, she's doing so when you think of, and maybe as you were listening to this episode, you thought of that person that made you feel small, that made you feel unworthy, that made you feel this way. And I want you to think about what the fuck they said to you. <laughs> like, really think about it. What was it? Was there a defining moment? Was it a series of things that they said to you? And I want you to write it down. <clears throat> write down whatever it was. Right? Like, for me, it was, <laughs> why don't you just choose to work for someone else instead of leave? Like, literally, talk about flat-out telling me to play small. Okay, like, what the heck is that about? So, (laughs) writing it down. I wrote mine down this morning. And I want you to post it. Either somewhere at your desk, in your house, wherever it might be. And every time you see it, I want it to ignite a fire in you. A fire in you to get pissed off and prove the world wrong. And prove yourself, your tiny successful, adorable, courageous self, right? And that's the challenge for this week, okay? Next week, I we're gonna talk about, more about how we do this, right? And how do we get to a point where we truly accept who we are? And it's work, you guys, it's really work. There are days where I'm just like, man, no, this is rough, right? It's an ongoing thing. So don't think that there's some magic wand that you're gonna get from listening to a podcast or strength, you know, whatever, don't think that way. Understand that the journey to becoming who you really are is the best fucking journey out there. Okay? It really is. It's hard. It's eye-opening. It's empowering. You find courage and strength in embracing your truest self because the people that love you will react the way that you need them to react. The people that are there for you, the people that chose to be there for you, right? That's what we want to achieve. Okay, we want to find that inner courage or that inner strength. So write that shit down on a piece of paper. Let it fuel you to constantly be looking for it. Don't look at it and feel pity for yourself. Don't do that. Because that person said those things to you and either had no idea how much it would impact you. Okay, They probably had no idea. Or they said it because you scared them. Your potential scared them. Okay, good. Put their asses in fear. You deserve the world. You are amazing. You can do great things and you are enough. Okay, so I posted this on my Instagram. So if you guys follow me on my Instagram, tell me, you know, send me a DM, direct message me, whatever it might be. There's contact information all over for me. So get get in touch with me and let me know what you're letting go of, right? So what did you write down that, made you learn to play small, okay? And put your dreams on the back burner. Because I posted, imagine thinking you're not good enough, but the whole time you're too good, okay? Most of the time people say this stuff to us to make us play small, to help them succeed, they step on us. And that should ends today for all of my listeners. Everybody listening today, we're done. Like, I'm not living in fear of feeling like I'm not good enough for that person to give me the praise I need. Bullshit. I'm going to find the praise myself. I'm going to keep doing the things that I love. And the people that see me and really see who I am and what potential I have and what I'm bringing to the table and appreciate me for me, those are the people I'm here for. Those are the people I care about. Okay? Just like every single one of you deserve your happiness, deserve to feel proud, deserve to feel empowered, deserve to feel courageous and that your dream is attainable. My challenge to you is that that mindset starts today. And when you start to feel the negative creep back in, I hope that you reignite the fire in you because that one person, that one situation does not define your entire life. The whole time, you are too good. So go be too good and make an impact in the world. Have a wonderful week. If you are joining this journey with me to empower yourself and others, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a rating with a review. Until next time, unicorns, I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I hope you decide today to be unapologetically you.